Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We have, since the beginning of uh, COVID, been speaking with Dan Kelly, who's the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, about the uh, the fate of small business right across Canada. And Dan joins us now on The Roy Green Show on the Corvus Radio Network. Dan, if we can start, first of all, just uh, accepting Ontario for just a moment. Can you talk to us generally about the reality for small business across Canada, and perhaps particularly in the provinces, the western provinces where we broadcast, so Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and British Columbia? Well, it, it really is a mixed bag of, of what's going on across Canada, both in terms of COVID numbers, uh, the business restrictions that, that provinces have put in place, and, and also the state of the overall business economy. Some provinces uh, have, have worked really, really hard to try to keep as much of the economy open as they possibly can while combating COVID. Uh, and other provinces have been super fast to shut things down and then shut them down for, for the long term. Um, when we look across the country, Manitoba, which is dealing with a, a you know a fairly large case volume at the moment, COVID case volume at the moment, they are in you know fairly aggressive restrictions right now. Uh, meanwhile, Saskatchewan and Alberta are in a decided, uh, decidedly in the reopening phase. Both those provinces have been and have plans for the next few weeks to pretty broadly reopen the those the two. Uh, Western Prairie Provinces economies, Alberta's and Saskatchewan's. BC, though, is a real standout. Uh, in British Columbia, NDP government, uh, at one of the most widely renowned medical offices of health in the world, they've done a great job in trying to keep BC's economy uh, much more widely open than the rest of the case. In fact, as I've, I think I've shared with you in the past, Retailers in British Columbia have not been closed for a single day during the entire pandemic. Restaurants, you can dine both indoors and on patios at, and have been for quite some time in British Columbia. Uh, yes, they've used lockdowns, but they've used them very sporadically to deal with uh, extraordinary situations. They haven't thrown the economy into long-term lockdowns like we are seeing here in Ontario, where, where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. When we think about and I should back this up just a little bit. When we think about small business in this country, we should also remember what the contribution of small business is to the overall economy of this nation and the overall well-being of Canadians because small and medium-sized business in normal times employ over 8 million people, if I have this correctly, which would make it the largest non-public sector employer group in all of Canada. If I have that correctly, Dan, what's the situation like now? How much damage is being done to our economy based on the the closures and the pain that is being uh, suffered by small business? It is enormous, uh, especially in areas that have had longer-term lockdown restrictions. I I can tell you uh, that right now, right across Canada, just over half of small businesses are even op- fully open right now. Only half. That means that close to half are either fully closed or partially closed, um, and and that's and and many have been for month on end, and and they're hanging on, Roy, by their fingernails. It's it is really dicey. Every day, every hour, I get emails from business owners who have said, you know what, I. I'm done. I I don't have. Mm. I can't borrow a single additional nickel, yeah. and and yet 
yes, there are some good support programs out there, the federal wage subsidy, rent subsidy, SEVA loan program, provincial grant programs. Our most recent research, Roy, shows that that even those that are able to use those programs, and as you well know, there are lots of businesses that have found themselves excluded from all of them. Yes. But even those that are able to use them, only that's only covering about a third of their overall COVID-related losses. That means they're eating or attribute or contributing to to debt to pay for the the other two thirds of the uh, the losses that they've incurred since COVID began. And the more that, than that's you- going to take its toll. Yeah. In the more than one year, you and I have spoken on this program, and quite regularly, uh, the numbers were frightening. The numbers of potential business failures, small business failures, or expected small business failures were alarming. I had hoped things were at least improving, and, and you're telling me that in some sectors in the western provinces, they are. But what about now the province of Ontario, where the day-to-day closures, the lockdown continues, and Mr. Ford seems to be looking for he seems to be looking for consensus before he's willing to make a decision. What is the CFIB's view of the way the province of Ontario is handling the small business lockdowns? It's it's a disaster. Um, Ontario has had the worst performance of any province by a mile in terms of its dealing with COVID. Um, right now, we have you know kind of an average level of COVID infections, uh, case counts, hospitalizations here in Ontario, and yet we have the most restrictive measures, not just in Canada, not just in North America, but we believe that that Ontario's use of lockdowns means that lockdowns in areas like Toronto, like Peel have been the longest and deepest in the entire world. That's not because COVID is more dramatic, the the effect of COVID is more dramatic. It's because of a choice that the government has made. And I got to tell you, we're not sure. We we certainly don't believe right now that that it's lockdowns that are leading leading to the drop in case count. It it really seems to be vaccination rates that are causing the the uh, you know and the degree of seasonality mm-hmm. uh, that are leading to the, the 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 case count drop. But business owners in Ontario are absolutely at their wits' end with this government. Deeply angry at a government that purported to be supportive of small and medium sized businesses, but when when tested, were red were very very quick to throw small businesses under the bus. Uh, and have kept them locked down. I mean, Roy, right now, indoor restaurant dining in Toronto, uh, indoor restaurants, and when I tell people across the country this, they don't believe me, but indoor dining has been closed for over 370 days since the pandemic wow. began. Wow. You know, if you, had, if you hadn't said that, I would have guessed much shorter period of time. But, but here we are, and the reality is the reality, and it's supposed to reopen, but there's also concern about a potential fourth wave uh, Dan, we'll talk again, but I wanted, wanted to get a sense from you about small business in the Western provinces and then in the province of Ontario. And again, small business, the number one non-public sector employer in Canada in normal times. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.